Part 3, On the Stage When the content of a talk is ready, the next question we need to consider is how to perform on stage. Many people, including many experienced speakers, get nervous before the speech. So, what should we do to calm ourselves down? Before the talk, breathe deeply, and have some water or something to eat. Do not deliver your speech on an empty stomach. It will exacerbate your anxiety. When on stage, find three or four sympathetic faces, and then move your gaze as you talk between them. Their friendliness will encourage you, so you can calm down and feel confident. Of course, you can openly acknowledge your nervousness to the public, as vulnerability can be powerful, like we mentioned before. Focusing on the talk itself can also significantly relieve your anxiety. Often, we are nervous because we pay too much attention to ourselves. We worry whether our performance is good enough. But when we realize that our mission is to get on stage and share our ideas with the audience, we immediately stop worrying and start feeling at ease. Suppose something goes wrong on stage, like technology failing, and brings in a pause in your talk. To avoid sitting around and waiting, you can tell a little story to fill in the gap. For that, you need to make sure you have a backup plan. Fear is a great motivational force that makes us do good preparation and practice before we get on stage. By doing so, we can improve our confidence level and the fear will subside. You can also try to memorize your talk. But even if you cannot learn it by heart, pay special attention to the beginning and end of the talk. Audience attention has its limits. Anderson writes that speakers have only one minute at the beginning of the talk to intrigue people with what they are saying. And if you manage to hold the attention of the audience throughout the talk, make sure you end strong as well. A powerful ending guarantees a good impression on the audience. It deepens the impact of everything you have spoken of before. The final experience is what stays in people's minds. But how can we have a powerful opening and an impressive ending? In the book, the author gives us four ways to start strong and seven ways to end with power. Due to time limitations, we will introduce only a few. When planning the opening part, you might want to add a bit of drama so that the talk becomes very compelling. Think about the beginning of a movie or novel and try to start your talk the same way. Let us show you an example of a strong opening. A famous chef once opened his talk by saying, sadly, in the next 18 minutes, for Americans that are alive will be dead, through the food that they eat. Isn't it intriguing? You can also grab listeners' attention by igniting their curiosity with catchy illustrations, videos, objects, or anything else that creates a little bit of intrigue. If you have shared a powerful idea with the audience, the ending is the time to call for action. Suppose you are giving a talk on power posing. You can end by encouraging the audience to try using it in life and pass it on to others. Another strategy is making a personal commitment. For example, a person speaking about space exploration at the end of the talk could promise to lead the expedition. Other strategies include reframing the case you were making, linking the ending to the opening, and using poetic language to tap into the deep matters of people's hearts. No matter how you choose to end the talk, remember to thank your audience at the end. Listening up until now, you might have already started seeing public speaking as something very difficult. You wonder, maybe you should just send a text version of your talk to the audience. However, public speaking offers something more than written language does. On the stage, the talk turns information into inspiration. And that is the work of the speaker. 
For that, the voice and the presence play a crucial role. Intonation is very important when information is transmitted verbally. Intonation must vary throughout the talk so that the speaker can fully express the message. For that, Anderson advises, mark the script of your talk. You can find and underline two or three keywords in each sentence, then find one word in each paragraph that really matters and underline it twice. These marks remind you to emphasize these words. Then, find a sentence with the lightest tone in the whole script and run a wavy line under it. In addition to this, you can do whatever suits you. You may want to highlight the question marks with a yellow highlighter or add a big black blob before the biggest single aha moment of the talk. After doing all that, read the script and change the intonation according to your marks. It adds some feeling to the whole talk and makes it more attractive. Also, do not forget about your body. Try not to stand awkwardly on the stage with your hands glued to your sides. If you haven't found a mode of presence that makes you feel comfortable and confident on stage, choose the simplest one and just stand tall. Keep your feet slightly apart and use your hands and arms to move as you carry on with your speech. Turn from your waist to address people seated in different places. Such body language projects both calmness and authority. If you like to move around the stage, don't forget to stop from time to time when emphasizing the key points. Make sure there is no monotonous pacing, as it is very tiring to watch and scatters the attention. We came to the end of the third part of today's bookie. We explored do's and don'ts on stage. We spoke about overcoming fear, preparing powerful openings and endings, and paying attention to the voice and presence.